0: In Him Is a living fountain That we can drain And never thirst In Him There is full forgiveness For this bound And burdened world Sometimes we catch a glimpse of just beyond heaven's door, and it all seems so clear out and glory, source of light and of life and of love in him peace pass passes understanding in Him is a joy that knows no bounds and we all can stand upon the promise that whosoever believes will find everything that they need in him my grace my joy is in him peace that passes understanding in Him is a joy that knows no bounds and we all can stand upon the promise that whosoever believes will find everything that they need
1: Oh.
2: That's why we're here. <clears throat> uh, we'd like to start our service off by recognizing any visitors. It's, uh, I checked this morning, and it's in every pew. It's about three along each pew. It's a visitor's card. If uh, first-time visitors would like to fill it out, uh, it's prayer request on the back. If anybody in the congregation has prayer requests, We'll uh, follow up on the prayer request, and we'll follow up on the visitation, vis- visitors. Um, well, we want to start by uh, welcoming everybody. If everybody wants to stand, shake somebody's hands that you hadn't already shaken this morning. All right, we want to ask uh, Brother Frank Briggs if he has o- opened us up with a word of prayer.
3: Our Father, once again, as we come before the throne of grace this morning, Lord, we come with thanksgiving in our hearts, Lord. Thank you, the Father, for this another day, Lord, you have given us another opportunity that we could gather ourselves together in one accord and worship you in spirit and truth, Lord. Thank you, the Father, for your love. Thank you for Him, the Father for each friend to come out this morning. We pray to him, the Father, that the one that he could not make it, Lord, that you would be with them, Lord, and let him know we love them, Lord, and we're praying for them, Lord, and Father, we pray that you would be with our minister this morning, Lord, as he breaks the bread of life unto us this morning, Lord. Give him the word, Lord, that we need to hear, Lord. Father, we pray that you'll always be with us wherever we go and wherever we go. We know you will, Lord, we just thank you for that, Lord, and Father, we pray that you would be with our Sunday school lesson, with our Sunday school teachers this morning, Lord, and Everyone that stands in front of class this morning, Lord, I pray, and Father, that you give them the message that we need to hear, Lord, and guide them and direct them, Lord. And Father, may we always give you the honor and glory for each and everything we do, and just pray that you'll help us have more love for each other. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Well,
2: um, I don't know if I've ever had the opportunity to recognize the revelations in public. But they had a powerful influence in my life uh, any time they got up to sing. So thank you, Frank. Um, so we have uh, opportunities to worship. The first thing is Stephanie Gillum. She's going on a six-week mission. Uh, we put more bottles up, and this box is right beside those for the ones that um, have filled them up. I know Brian uh brought his full this morning. And uh so other things um the quarterly business meeting is April the twenty fifth. We have the uh right here if you want to pick one up. And the other thing uh Mr. Beaver has announced uh I think starting last week the transitional team recommendations we have sheets um up. oh, the deal is we have sheets over here and sheets over there. If anybody didn't get one, raise your hand and we're going to bring you one bring one to you. No hands raised. so everybody that got we have some in the back. Tommy. So, cause, so Tommy and Colleen's talking about that it might be a while <laughs> so uh anyway, when you fill them out, you can put them in the offering plate or place them down here, There's some already down here um, other things any any other announcements we have the the normal stuff going on. We had the blood drive going on this morning for the first and second service um Important thing going on at Somerset Baptist Church. No, that's at Beulah Baptist. Thursday at 1030 and lunch. Beulah Baptist Association Senior Adult Day at Somerset Baptist Church. So if you are a senior adult, um, there it is. All right. So. let's uh let's go into the the prayer time the uh ones that i have listed was uh corky lee he's at home and uh sybil evans and joseph solomon is that's all i had uh well we got personal memorial uh miss uh charlene gentry any anybody else on our prayer list that we need to announce Uh, y'all remember uh, Carpet One Plus they had a a fire I don't know how how bad it was but um, y'all just remember them in in your prayers Uh, so uh, let's go now to the Lord in prayer let's pray Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time that we can come and worship. God, we just lift people up now that may be here and may not be here that are listed on our prayer list. God, uh, just heal them in a a special way. Be with their physical bodies. God, most of all, be with their spiritual bodies. Uh, So many um, need your help. So many need our prayers and our concerns and uh, even if it's a, just an emotional lift, God, just lift them up this morning. Help them to know that this church is thinking and caring and praying for them. God, just be with our church as we go through uh, transition. Thank you for Mr. Beaver, sending him up our way. Um, just be with all of the things that we, we're going to achieve and do during this time. God, we know you've already prepared a man to come to our church. We pray for him. We just pray and lift our church up that we may be all that you want to want us to be in Him, God. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, we have the verse of the month, and if y'all want to say it with me, it is for I know know the thoughts thoughts that I I took thoughts Thoughts of people to give. Thank y'all for reading that for me. (laughs) All right, now we have Tracy, children's moment.
4: But the third little pig, he built his house out of what? Bricks. Bricks. Yeah, he built his house out of brick, which is very strong. (coughs) So when the big bad wolf tried to blow his house down, what happened? He couldn't blow the house down, could he? So, but then the big bad wolf, he got the idea he was going to slide down the chimney, right? But the three little pigs, they were smart. They had fixed them a pot of boiling water. They had that big bad wolf. So, there are many stories about the big bad wolf you probably read about them. Little Red Riding Hood, Peter and the Wolf, the boy who cried wolf. But you know, Jesus once told a story about a wolf. In the story Jesus told, there was a good shepherd, which was Jesus. There was a hired hand. There was a flock of sheep. We are his flock of sheep, correct? And then there was the big bad wolf. We know him as Satan or the devil. But in the story, Jesus is the good shepherd. He says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd he his life for his sheep. A higher hand will run away when he sees a wolf coming because the sheep don't belong to him. And he really doesn't care. But when the higher hand runs around, the wolf will attack. He says, Jesus told him, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, I know the Father. I will lay down my life for my sheep. Jesus, being the good shepherd he is, he watches over us. He makes sure that the devil doesn't come. He will protect us from Satan when he tries to do us harm. What do we have to do? We put our trust and our faith in the good shepherd. We say, who's afraid of the big bad wolf? Let us have a prayer this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending your son to be our good shepherd. He gave, us, he gave his life for us. Help us to fall and trust him and protect us from the evil one. We ask this in your name, we pray. Amen. So think about it. Big Bell, whoops, not
2: even about us, but Jesus is not good shepherd. He's going to count us. Thank you. All right,
0: y'all, bro. Y'all all all take your hymnals and turn to page 585. Uh, We'll sing, Count Your Blessings. 585.
2: I couldn't sing at uh, third verse. I ain't never heard it before.
4: <laughs> Same here.
2: <laughs> so, uh, Limo, would you uh, give thanks for our and offers?
3: Dear Lord, we come to you again thanking you for all the things you've done for us today. Dear Lord, we ask you to come to this the service so we can give back what you have given us, dear Lord, and use it for the betterment of your kingdom. Thank you again, dear Lord, for this congregation and this pastor and this whole church, dear Lord. We ask you to be with us keep us in your care. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: I can only imagine what it will be like when I walk by your side. I can only imagine what my eyes will be. start getting old. Come in one measure too late. <laughs> Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus, or in awe of you be still? Will I stand in your presence? On my knees will I fall, will I sing hallelujah? Will I be able to speak it all, I can only imagine? Watching in my knees, will I fall, will I sing hallelujah, will I be able to speak it all, I can only imagine, yeah, I can only imagine, surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel, will I dance for you Jesus, or oh, will all of you be still will i stand in your presence but to my knees or will i fall will i sing hallelujah will i be able to speak it all i can only imagine yeah i can only imagine I can only imagine. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. I can only imagine when all I will do is forever ever worship you
1: I can only imagine
5: Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that, brother. That goes along with the sermon today. I remind you to get you a bottle of water. And what are you supposed to do with it? it. Drink it. That's right. Drink it. (laughs) But then what else? Fill it back up with money. money. That's right. That's right. And I'm going to open it and get me a sip, if you don't mind, because, uh, you see, I can't get away with it now. You see, I have one. I'm going to have to fill it up, okay? You ever have days when you just don't want to go? You ever have days you just, you know, you just don't want to go to church? I had that day today. I just didn't want to go to church. I told Elaine, I said, I just don't want to go to church today. And uh, she said, why? I said, well, the biggest reason, I don't like the preacher. (laughs) I just don't want to go. And uh, she said to me, she said, well, you know who the preacher is, don't you? I said, well, I think so. She said, well, you're the preacher, and if you don't like to go, you're the preacher <laughs> I'm kidding with you a little bit, okay? I do like the preacher, by the way. And it's not that I didn't want to come today. You've heard that before, haven't you? You've heard that. I kind of wake us up a little bit. You've heard that story before, haven't you? And uh, sometimes we don't like the preacher. And sometimes we preachers don't like the preacher ourselves, okay? We don't like the preacher. And the Holy Spirit reminds us that you're mine, and I love you, and you should love yourself. And so thank you, brother. I appreciate that. If you have a copy of God's Word with you today, turn with us to the book of Matthew, the very first gospel in the New Testament, Matthew chapter 7. As I look through the congregation, we do like some people today. In fact, I think if they were here, we would probably have a packed house. We have people in various places, in various mission locations today. Our handbell choir is traveling today. You ought to be proud of them. You ought to pray for them as they minister uh, at another church today with the handbells. And then we have a group that Left early this morning, I think around 7 o'clock, going to Jacksonville to, uh, I forgot, how do you pronounce the name of that church? Pillar, Pillar. that's right, Pillar. I say Pillar, Pillar Church. And you ought to be proud of them today. They're ministering. This is what God says, that we start in Jerusalem and then we go out. And we should not be trying to hold everyone here. I'm not discouraged about their place that is empty today. But you know what? I'm looking forward in seeing days to come that their place is filled up. And they'll have to find another place to sit down. (laughs) But that they can keep going. And you can keep going. And you want to pray for this young lady that's going to be spending part of her summer in another culture. And preparing and helping those people that are there. In his book, some of you have heard, maybe you've read also Dr. James Dobson's book, Dare to uh, Discipline. Dare to Discipline. James Dobson tells the story of King Frederick II during the 13th century. He conducted an experiment with 50 very early on infant babies, basically. And they took them away from their mothers. I don't know exactly how long that they kept them, but these infants were assigned to 50 other people, our caregivers, foster mothers. And there was not very many instructions except for the fact that they could not speak to those infants they could not talk they could not say anything could you imagine that I mean I I just couldn't imagine it but he was doing this experiment to see if a baby was not given attention and talked to and mentored and smiled at he was wondering what kind of language that they would be able to speak. Well, after many days, these 50 babies died. All of them died. And his experiment did not prove what language that they would have spoken, but it went beyond what he was trying to prove. It proved that Infants do need speaking to. They do need an interaction of other people or else they will die. Not learn another language, but they will die. That's sad, isn't it? But what does it say to us? What does it say to the church? What does it say to us as Christians? Christians. I mean, these infants were bathed regularly. They were given food on a regular basis. They were not malnutrition. They were not, you know, the food wasn't taken away from them. They were given all of the things that they needed to exist as a human being or to be able to grow. All except that interaction of words, of silence. And they all died. I think that's what Jesus is going to say as I read the scriptures today. That nurturing relationships are very vital to our survivor, our survival. As an unloved child cannot make it. Can I state that again? And a, as an unloved child cannot make it. Likewise, in God's kingdom, the absence of nurturing, that nurturing love leaves people emotionally immature and stuck, unable to relate positively to God and others are themselves. All of us begin our Christian journey and our Christian life with some emotional baggage, all of us do, and we may be carrying still some of that emotional baggage as we go along. And if we don't have a relationship, and we don't have a trusting relationship, it may kill us and we may die. And we probably will be killed and we probably will die because of it. And that's why I'm saying to you today that it is important that we build trusting relationships with everyone. And beginning with uh, the first few weeks of my journey with you, I want to build on things that will help to encourage and help you continue on your journey as you continue to grow in your relationship with God and that. Somehow things will help you as we go into the transition time with the transition team. And then you start looking at various areas of the ministry and all of it revolving back to that relationship that we have with God and that we have with each other as we continue to go. And so with that, I want to read Matthew chapter 7. Verses 7 through verse 12. Matthew 7 and verse, uh, I think I've put up one, so let me just go back to uh, verse 1. Judge not that you do not be judged. I want you to keep that. You hear Jesus speaking, okay? This is part of the Sermon on the Mount, and he's going to conclude uh, very shortly and bring to the end the Sermon on the Mount. And he's trying to help those early followers to understand what it is now to be a real follower. Because, you see, they have followed the law. And, of course, all of the laws were almost detrimental to them because they couldn't keep them all. And they were having a hard time. And Jesus was helping them now move into a transition time move into a time that it was going to change. He wasn't doing away with the laws, but he was bringing them to fruition, he was going to give them a new way of life that we have. So he says, judge not that you be not judged. For with judgment you judge, you will be judged with the measure that you use. It will be measured back to you. See the relationship he's talking about now? And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Have that big old plank, that big old saw board in my eye, and I want to judge someone else, try to get the speck out of their eye. Jesus said, listen, deal with my own condition before I try to help Someone else, or be critical of them. And in fact, if I could get that saw board out of my eye, I may not be able to see the speck or the piece of sawdust in your eye or someone else's eye. Or how can you say to your brother, Let me remove the speck from your eye and look at the plank is in on your eye? Goodness, boy, Jesus was just very truthful when he said, Man, he called me a hypocrite. He said, first remove that plank from your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck in your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before the swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. In other words, he's saying, you know, you, you want to be very careful about what you do. Because you can be trampled, and many of us have been torn into pieces. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be open to you. Jesus is saying, I want you to do this. Rather than be a judge of other people, I want you to turn it to self, and I want you to keep on asking and seeking and knocking for your own Self, ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives and he who seeks find and to him who knocks, it will be open to him. Or what man is there among you? Who, if his son asks for bread and you give him a stone or if he asks for a fish, Will he give him a serpent or a snake? Would what, what he would do. Some translations say the scorpion. What would, it, do you expect that? Or, or he is saying to us, he said, be careful as you are giving. Give what is needed. If you then bring evil, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, then how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Praise the Lord. And here is the, the central verse that we want to primarily look at. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Can that sink in just a moment? Whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them. That's powerful, isn't it? Father, take the reading of your word just now. Help us, Lord, to be open to your Holy Spirit. Lord, that you move in our lives. Perhaps uncover, perhaps give words of commendation to us, not words of condemnation. We may feel some of that, but we trust that we will have some words of commendation commending us for the way that we live, too. And Father, You said that if we asked good gifts, you would give. And you also said that if we gave good gifts, we could receive good gifts. And you also said that we receive with the same measure that we give. Help us this morning, Father, to hear what you have to say on building trustful relationships with each other. Not only does Matthew talk about this, but if you were to turn over into Luke's gospel, chapter 6 and verses 31, Jesus is talking about loving your enemies. Notice what he said in verse 27, starting. But I say to you that here, you see, this is part of the Sermon on the Mount and part of the Beatitudes at this point. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who spitefully use you. To him who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other side. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic. also. Almost saying, if he wants a coat, give him two, give him all of it. Give to everyone and ask of you. And from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. And just as you want men to do to you, You do also to do them likewise. All right. There is another passage in the book of Galatians that I would like to to read. Paul says in the book of Galatians chapter 5 and verse 14. Now, you know, this is the where he's talking about the fruits of the spirit. But in verse 14, before you get there, he's been talking about love fulfills the law. And in verse 14, he says, For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Look back at chapter 7 of the book of Matthew and look then again at verse 12. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, Do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. He's just simply saying, if you want good things, you want the growth, you want the fellowship, you want a relationship with others around you, then offer to them just like you would like them to offer back to you and get back to you in building relationships together. Several things that I would like to give to you this morning in considering ways as Jesus talked to us to build trust with each other. Nothing original with me, but you know that verse 12 is considered the golden rule, as we say, do unto others whatever you would like them to do to you. We quote that over and over and over again, don't we? But secondly, I think we could say, speak the truth, but always in love as we share with each other. Do you remember I started the sermon by saying today in the illustration that we all carry baggage and we all are coming along with a, with a bag of baggage? Always, it seemingly, we never able to get rid of all of them. Sometimes we empty part of the baggage and we look back and it's starting to get heavy again and beginning to fill up with some other baggage as we go along the way. But he's reminding us that in Ephesians 4.15, as Paul is saying, as we speak, you know, we may have a hard time with the relationship. We may have a hard time emptying part of that baggage back here. But Ephesians 4.14, Paul said, instead of speaking, uh, instead, he said, as he was talking about speaking, he said, instead, comma, not say instead speaking the truth in love. He said, instead of what I have been doing, speak the truth in love and we will all Things grow. We will see all things grow up and we will see all of the people grow up in him who is the head. I heard in this room today as we were listening to the songs, I can only imagine. And I sat there and I, I said to myself, I can only imagine how Theresa Baptist Church is going to be in a year from now, maybe six months from now, maybe next Sunday I can only imagine and there's thoughts in my mind of how that it can be and how much further along that it can be we say how much further along could we be we can only imagine we can't be stuck you know where we are we have to be open as we're going and we have to want other relationships and even among the fellowship two things that can transpire within the congregation with two worship services I hear people occasionally say I was not aware that so and so maybe sister so and so or brother so and so or the family was a part of this congregation because I come to the earlier I come to the later service and so perhaps along the way we can somehow create times of building relationships Part of that is going to be about 10 o'clock over in the Sunday school departments. And I would encourage anyone and all who are not going or attending Sunday school, this would be a good opportunity to, to be involved in Sunday school and be able to build relationships together as we go together in ministry. Not only that, but we're to give, and you're to give credit Somehow where credit is due to individuals, lift them up, not falsely, but lift them up. You see, Jesus is saying as he started off, as we looked at the verses, give as you would want to receive. And if you give as you want to receive, and then he said, do unto others as you would like them to do to you, You can give them credit and lift them up, not falsely, but truthfully encourage those. Speak about others as if they were not present. In other words, speak about others as if they're not present. Speak about the second group that will be here this morning as if, and they're not present here, but speak good things about them and speak good things to them whenever you see them. Do what you say that you're going to do. Building relationships are very important. That we are known for being and doing what we said that we would do. In other words, don't be caught up in a falsehood. I said that I would do, and then I finagled. You may not understand all of my uh, southern language Yours is southern too, but it's got a little different twang to it. And, and I may learn some of yours, maybe finagle. What I'm talking about is just not quite right. <laughs> okay, I'm finagling it around a little bit. And uh, kind of putting it up a little bit that it don't sound quite as bad as it does. Or, and maybe they can't read through it. You know, what I'm trying to say is, 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 is practice what we say. The truth You can depend on, you can take to the bank what we say. That's how we build trust in our family, in our fellowship. And we can always trust. It always makes me feel good to hear people say, you can trust that man. You can trust that lady. I guarantee you that you can trust them. Doesn't that make you feel good? You can say amen right there if you want to. Doesn't that make you feel good? It does, it does me too as well, okay? Psalms 15.4 says, Those who fear the Lord keeps his oath even when it hurts. And we stand up. Titus Paul said, Show that they can be fully trusted so that in every way they will make the teaching about God and our Savior attractive to those around us. And then he goes on in First uh, Corinthians 4, 2. Now it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove to be faithful to God with that that God has given to them. Not only that, next we to seek understanding before being understood. You see, what I'm having to do after about five weeks or so here at Theresa. I told you last Sunday, you were watching me. I know you are. You're watching. You want to see if I'm who I said that I said I was. And you're watching me. And I know that I have to build a trust level with you. And, you know, it can cause some anxiety with us during that time as we're building a trust level. You know, we've been used to something for 30-some years And now we're thrown into somebody that's different, real different, maybe same in some instances, but uh, perhaps having to listen very carefully to interpret probably what I'm saying. And by the way, if I ever say anything that you don't understand, please tell me because I do want to say things plainly and maybe I don't want to use words that are, unbeknown to you you know you you just tell me and I'll be glad along the way and and it may hurt as you tell me that but Paul is just simply saying that as you speak you see as you speak even though it may hurt what is said we can grow to show that we're fully trusted in God and he said it is required of all of us To be trustworthy. Seek understanding before being understood. As I said in James 1.19 says, my dear brothers, take note of everyone or take note of this. Everyone should be quiet or quick to listen. Slow to speak. Slow to become angry. And there's times that I have to work on that. If I'm not careful, I'm fast to listen, and I will speak quickly if I'm not careful. And I get myself in trouble, and you know what I do then? I guess I just take my shoe off, and I just waller around in my shoe a while with that. You, if you understand what I'm talking about, I'm just wallering around in what I did. And you know what I should do is listen. Listen before I speak. Listen to what I, I, I'm needing to hear whether that be to my family, my wife, my neighbors, my fellow workmen, and uh, I'm suggesting it coming from me, but if you would say as a man, you would say your wife too, or the wives would say your husband and your family as well, to be willing to listen and then practice. Practice authentic empathy. Listen. You know what empathy is? It is the ability to step inside of someone else's shoes. Step inside of them. You might not want to step. Put them back on <laughs> Well, they don't. I did wash my feet, by the way. <laughs> Be able to step inside of someone else's shoes and walk where they walk. Then I might understand how they feel. I might understand what they're going through. I might understand why they're acting the way they are. They may be upset because they don't feel good. They may be hurting because, you know, they're hurting physically. And and maybe they would be short with you or something like that in the midst of that. You understand what I'm saying? And we're learning. We're learning. We're we're practicing somehow to be able to walk in the shoes of other folk. To sympathize and somehow learn how to create an atmosphere of safety around these folk that they can vent what they have to vent to us now that 's hard isn 't it And Jesus is saying that too, in fact, if you look at the rest of the rest of the, the chapter there he 's talking about the way to heaven and the way to this kind of life is very very narrow. Very few people find it. More is on the wide way. I know he's talking of two folds. He's talking about living the life here, and he's talking about heaven and hell too. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. Wide is the way, but narrow is the way. So it's able to step inside of his shoes of another. And then lastly, we do have to be accountable, giving God the opportunity and to, to let him speak and then be accountable to each other. And hear what Jesus said in Luke 19, 17. Well done, my good servant, his master replied, because you have been trustworthy in a very small matter. Take charge of ten cities, and he gives you more because of your trust." worthiness as we are developing family together and the relationship together and as we move further i want to conclude before we sing in fact i'm going to ask the musicians to come at this time and also the choir leader uh, to lead us in congregational song turn your eyes upon jesus on 413 as i conclude just now Some of you have heard Rick Warren before. I'm not saying that I agree with everything he says or does, but I ran across an article that he had done and heard him speaking about the accountability practices that we should have among each other. And he says, Trust grows when I am accountable to others. I'm part of, and part of whatever, one's life by answering and he gave about four questions that I want to leave with you today as we grow and we become accountable to each other let me ask this to you and you would be the only person that could answer this I have made progress I have made progress and what would that may be. You, You would be saying that to me. You need to make a decision. Or if I were in your group and I needed you to make a decision for something, then I would say to you, I need you to make this decision. And then lastly, you would say, I am thankful. I am very thankful for, and then you mentioned to that person, I am thankful for you. So, do we need? We're the only one who knows how we're progressive. What kind of decision that we need in others or make ourselves? How well we need to hear a decision from someone else and how well that we can lift up someone else. You may need to lift up, lift up someone and you may need to tell them Would you stand this morning. You may need to come to the altar Turn our eyes on Jesus, and he will help us with those simple questions. there's someone in this room that you'd just like to walk to, it might be across the aisle, behind you, wherever, just for a second, if someone in this room you'd like to just go to and say, you know what, thank you, and you say, don't spend a lot of time